You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. You reap what you sow. What goes around comes around. No matter how far you run, you can never truly escape. Everything catches up to you in the end, and when it does, it usually kicks your ass. It's just going to be that night. I've done this intro three times. Welcome back to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. We are here for our season three finale episode. What? Season three, episode 22, Last Tango, Then Paris. This is a perfect title. Great title, right? Yeah. Original air date, May 15th, 2010, written by Joshua Safran and Stephanie Savage, directed by J. Miller Tobin. Mm. Blair must decide whether to meet Chuck at the top of the Empire State Building or risk losing their future together. A Gossip Girl bomb involving Dan explodes Serena and Nate's relationship. Dorota and Vanya welcome their baby. Jenny hits rock bottom and Georgina returns to the Upper East Side and with an agenda. (laughs) (laughs) If you can call baby an agenda, but oh my goodness, this is a jam, jam, jam packed episode. I got a lot of Michelle on record. What? Yes. You were recording? I sneakily got a few parts of the episode recording on my voice memo. So those will be on Patreon. I had no idea you were doing that. The profanity that came out of my (laughs) mouth. Oh, no. Well, Well, you've been warned. You've been warned. And I think if you're a patron, you pretty much know what you're going to get. So (laughs) you've been with us for a long time. We also had some alcohol tonight. Yes, which we did. Definitely helped with the profanity a little bit. I titled this one I'm not throwing away my shot. Oh, oh it's so good. Because of like New York and Paris and also Chuck It's shot, but then he's not throwing away his last shot with Blair. Nice. Yeah. So now I know Michelle doesn't take shots. I was thinking we could do a celebration shot. But that was never going to happen. So Michelle can't take shots. She sips shots. It's not a good idea. You shouldn't see her do it. Everyone's and like so, on three. And I'm just like, yeah. She's like, and yeah. then I store it and in my then, mouth. Yeah, she stores it. It's not a good scene. No. Um, so instead of taking a shot, there is one shot of lavender gin, which was so good. It was such a surprise because I was going to use regular gin. And Michelle's like, no, let's open my bottle of lavender gin. It's so pretty. It's so beautiful. If you saw it on Instagram, um, you can see all of its glory. We put gold glitter in it. Oh, so gorgeous. Just lime juice, seltzer, gin, and a little agave to make it sweet. And um, I actually got this inspiration from Hamilton, the musical, because when they, I guess during the show, I've never seen it live, but during the show, they had... Um, the Founders Fizz Mm -hmm. that you could buy, purchase during the show, and that's what it included. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's such a smart and easy idea. So I'm pretty sure Ant got that when we saw it live. Well, he loves gin. And we still have our Hamilton cup from the show. I should have put it in that. I know. (laughs) Um, Before we get into the summary, I'm going to call my sister. Yes. Because Shanna loves Cher. She loves this episode. Her and Nicole Wanted to be on this episode of the finale because heavy chair shit and a lot of stuff happens. So I'm going to call her. Hello? 
feel like we're on Anna Faris' podcast. Right. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Shanna. Yes. This is one of your favorite episodes of the whole show, right? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I connect this one into episode one of four. Yes. And that, like, as a whole, it's just, like, solid. <laughs> I agree. Not, I- like, not like, like, you know, like, it's, like, storyline, like, not like it's, like, this revolutionary thing, but just, like, it's enjoyable, it's laughable. She just <laughs> said, like, maybe 15 times. <laughs> what? You how said like, like, yeah, you said like, like 15 times, but it's like, just, like, like. it's cute because you're my baby sister right. and I can make fun of you for yeah. things like that. Um, I agree. Going into season four, I did watch the premiere episode, so it does kind of tie in, in a way. And yeah, I'm really excited. Connected, right? Yeah. They would yeah. have to. How yeah. could oh, they yeah. not? Yeah. We won't, we, we, we won't go into that yet, though. No. When I give her my three gossip words, she will know for oh. next week. Next week. No, next year. Next year. This is the last episode Are of the year. Are you really waiting? Yeah. Are you waiting until the new year? We're waiting until 2021. We have a lot of housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But what do you think about this episode overall now that you're almost 30? <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't wrap me up that far. Uh. <laughs> you're, pu- you're pushing it, girl. I know, unbelievable. Um, watching it again, it's like so funny to me. Like I just found it really comical. Um, like I remember thinking, like <laughs> as a kid, like the Chuck and Blair scenes being like so intense. Of course. And now I just think it's funny. Like I'm, li- I was literally laughing out loud at work today listening to you guys talk about him saying at seven oh one, I'm closing my heart to you forever. Last week, <laughs> I was literally laughing out loud at work. I'm like, I need to, I need to pull it together. Wasn't Nicole because great? Nicole just was eating gosh, that shit so- up. She's so me. It's I so know. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And so funny because Michelle says that Nicole and I are very similar, which obviously you and I are very similar. We're, we're related. Yeah. But yes, it's like listening to you is listening to Nicole, like same it's opinions. So funny. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm saying to her, like, I'm, you know, I'm agreeing with her. Like, there's this, like, unspoken, weird connection that I have to Chuck and Blair that I, I still like love them like with all my being even though I know how toxic I know how terrible it is I know how like just silly it is but I you know I can't let it go you know it's a, it's a kid thing you know so yes. that, like mm-hmm. she was saying she's like I, st- I still love them yeah definitely um, this week this one's an interesting one though right I wonder what Michelle thought I, you know, I'm sure you <laughs> touched base a little bit she said I think it's in the chat that she's never used so many curse words <laughs> I was telling our listeners, I did my intro already, and that I did get it on, I recorded her, a a lot of her, so it will be live on Patreon for those to listen to, because it is quite funny, and I was eating it up. I was really, I was pushing her, too. I was like, yeah, yeah, keep going. I didn't know you were recording. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. But in summary, um, (laughs) it's just a weird episode, because like, you've halfway through you're like oh like we're pretty much wrapped up like yeah you know, like, Kinda, in a way yeah yeah like oh and then like no everything like changes um the whole Chuck and Blair thing is just so funny and silly and ridiculous to me obviously at this time watching it like I don't want them to be together yes you know um and Blair has been bothering me a lot as I rewatch you know what I'm really enjoying hey, I'm gonna regret saying this I really enjoy Dan <laughs> Dan, awful. <laughs> no, it's refreshing. Actually, him and Nate are like the pretty much only normal Nate, people. Like, 
they do they do chase Crawford so dirty. Like I know <laughs> they do. He's such a side character. It's such a shame. It's so true. Um, but he's living his best life now on the boys. So good for yeah, him. Yeah, that's really um, true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'm really enjoying him and Dan, and and I think I agree with the whole the Gossip Girl speech when she was like, the, I you know, Nate, um, Serena, and Dan are only interesting when they're supposed to be with other people. Mm, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and when she says that, I was like, yeah, that's it. Like I, I, you know, I think that they're. I liked this whole like kiss thing. I thought it was pretty, pretty funny. It's raunchy, yeah, it, sort of, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's not supposed to happen, and now you're like, oh, well, I kind of yeah. like it because her and Nate are so god awful boring such, and so is him and vanessa she's like literally the worst like i don't remember hating serena this much Same. you literally haven't done like one redeemable thing like all season all season i was just telling that to michelle i don't think i put put her as mvp once no never no, no. and i with everything that went down and then blair calling her out of her shit she's like oh i can't wait to have the summer to relax and she's like you haven't done anything yes yeah, that was that was something it was one of was my like, favorite moments yeah, thank you um so yeah in summary it's i find this such an enjoyable episode because it's so ridiculous and so over the top and if you live in that like soap opera world like it's just like of course of course he gets shot of course <laughs> yeah. you know of course Georgina's pregnant like that's the life that you know that if you live in that world yeah do you remember when, your your reaction of what? the first time you saw jenny and chuck together um i still like am nauseous to this day i remember <laughs> um I probably hope this doesn't come out wrong. I remember hating Chuck more for it. Yeah, um, okay. And then this time around, I'm like, Jenny really consciously knew what she was doing. Not that that, like, is excusable at right. all, but, like, um, and not that she's not, like, going through a lot and, and obviously has a lot of issues. Um, but, like, you go there you you didn't even drink yet like they didn't even drink i know they like, had maybe one sip one sip of alcohol like, a sip. like you like i think she honestly just didn't want to be alone and like he like has sex with everyone so like mm-hmm. what does he care mm-hmm. right um, and right. he's been like making weird uh comments about her in the past couple of episodes like oh she definitely yeah. doesn't look like a teen anymore she's not that 16 yeah, year old girl like, awfully creepy um, and, so, but I think like he just here you know, has sex with everyone and her, like this being her first time, like, and then as I'm watching her crying, I'm like, well, this really is traumatic for someone like, yeah, just devastating. Like the fact that it kills me every time when she's picking up the sheets. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Kills me. Kills so, me. so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Like if she's like literally like a mess, like, uh, I remember it being more, rapey mm. as a child mm-hmm. but it but it kind of it's consensual no it's consensual was. yeah it's definitely consensual but like very inappropriate like definitely taking advantage of, of a young kid yeah, yeah. he says when um, you're here and you want to hang out with me you do what i want to do and he yeah, also said exactly. if you want to leave you can leave now right yeah but she I didn't mean, he did give her an out he did uh, and then you, the weird thing was is that she was pretty fine afterwards it seemed like maybe she was like kind of numb to it mm. she was like you can stay if you want or whatever and she's like oh you're not kicking me out like they were like having like, a normal conversation yeah and then Blair <laughs> steps in and she's like oh then shit Blair gets there. oh man yeah I don't oh, want to be I in Blair Waldorf the first time I watched it my heart was racing I was like oh my god yeah oh, my god is she gonna come out 
Yeah. Michelle and I yeah, were, were wait, wanting him to get caught, though, at this point. We were like, please, Jenny, come out. Please, oh, please. Sure. Yeah. What but did Michelle think of um, him having a, a, a ring? <laughs> I laughed. Like, oh, my God. I was like, God. are you serious? <laughs> of course. Of course you're going to do this. Can we talk about that ring? It's gorgeous. Oh, Harry Winston. I have Harry that Wins- picture saved in my phone. Like, <laughs> since, since, like, I was a child, I had that picture seen in my phone. It's so magnificent. It's, like, cushion cut with the two baguettes on the side, like, classic. Yeah, it's, it's very classic. It's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I love that mm. ring. Um, but, yeah. And then what did Michelle think of him getting shot? Does she think he's alive? I or? laughed. And I said, nice. <laughs> she said, be nice for you, then. And no, nice, not, that, nice not that he got shot. Almost like, of yeah, course, nice, right? like he's had it coming. Well, just like, of course, this would happen in this show. And I don't, <laughs> and I think, of course, he's alive. Unless we're going to have like ghost Chuck, which I'm totally on board with. Ghost sex? Is that what she said? Chuck. Ghost Chuck. Oh, God. <laughs> she said ghost sex. Well, she's like, I'm totally on board with like, <laughs> That yeah. would be something else, but. Yeah. All around, though, I really enjoy, um, what's going to come like I enjoy Serena and Blair single together um that's like something for Michelle to look forward to because that's just really enjoyable but like Serena's just the worst isn't she (laughs) yeah I'm hoping season four she'll make a turnaround for me at least more tolerable do you remember you watch you didn't watch this episode ever before right the first episode of season four no this was my first time seeing the whole thing season three right no, I did, did finish season back? three. I have I have seen this episode before, and it was okay. um, p- pretty painful. I remember the first time watching it, I was yelling at the TV, just like I was okay. this time. But this time, I was laughing more than I was like screaming and crying. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it hits you differently knowing what I know now, especially future yeah. things. I just yeah, it hits differently. <laughs> yeah. Was there yeah. anyone else we to touch on? Let me think. Oh, because yeah, I guess you can get into. Jenny, we yeah, haven't right? we haven't discussed anything yet. I called you firsthand. Okay. I'm like just so blessed that you called me first. <laughs> well, when you listen um, to the episode, you can hear our our raw thoughts and reactions. Yeah. The only thing I have to comment is for some weird reason, every time I watch this episode, I get choked up at the part <laughs> that um, uh, Eleanor is holding the baby. Yes, me too. <laughs> and she goes perish, perish. I'm never letting go. I have no idea why. Every single time I feel Ooh, Anastasia, <laughs> she's so precious. Well, when that and that part, Shanna, I I looked at it, list and I said, "Well, I want to be an aunt." I know. So bad. We were like, "Can our sisters have babies already? We want to be aunts." Well, I think you got one closer than I am. Yes. So. Sam's <laughs> you know, at least, Sam. In the, you know, yeah. she's on the way, maybe. Just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm only married eight months. So. You yeah. could do it, Shan. I believe in you. No pressure. No pressure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Shan. Soon enough, right? I, I look forward to hearing your season four thoughts, being that I have yeah. not seen it organically, so I, I don't know exactly what to expect, even though I know a ton of things to come, but... I will be well, going if you're to you for, for someone. I, I'd like to come for two. If you're looking, you absolutely can come for two. Episode okay. two is actually the most highest rated episode of the entire s- season. It's a good episode. It's such a good episode. Yes, and I cannot no spoilers, but I cannot wait for Michelle to see the guest star. Like she's gonna lose her shit. Oh, I know who you're talking <gasps> about. Yes, <laughs> yay. Um, yeah, so you can definitely come on for two. Of course. Yes. All right, Chen. Okay. I love you so much. Bye, Shan. Bye. Bye. Now, I knew that she 
she loves this episode. She loves even one and two of next season, which she already has stated. So I'm sure it's good. It's season. Uh, I watched episode two. It's a good one. Mm. It's a good one. Mm. All right. So now into the summary, the bulk of the episode. We have so much to get through, guys. I have 10 pages of notes. <laughs> grab right, a snack. Grab a snack and a drink. So the episode begins with Georgina in disguise in a black coat at Grand, Grand Central Station. We couldn't have had a finale without Georgie. I'm so excited. She has never missed a finale yet. So. Oh. Yeah. But nice. this is the first finale Vanessa's not in. Well, that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Georgina, <laughs> you're welcome. But Georgina, she has to make an appearance in the finale. Before we talk about her, though, Lily and Rufus, they're discussing Jenny. No one knows what to do with Jenny after her whole fiasco last week with telling William that he can go and giving him the heads up. They don't know what to do with her. And Rufus thinks maybe it's best if she leaves the city. But then Lily, and I don't know really how I feel about this, is like, no, you can't send her away because Eric needs her. I'm like, well, does he need her? Right. When, if he needs someone, he should go to his mother. You should be accessible for him. Jenny, like, that's not his crush. Because they're I the don't know. same age and built a brother-sister relationship. Yeah. But, like, Rufus's daughter needs the help. Yeah. So she should get her help. And then Eric overhears this, and he's like, get her. Yeah, you know, I don't need her. After the whole thing last week, I, I don't care what happens. So, as we know, Jenny slept over at the Empire. Shared a bed with Nate. Pretty sure there's a couch. Well. Pretty sure there's a couch that Jenny could have stayed on or vice versa Nate could have stayed on. Jenny is you know. super lonely. <laughs> Unless she did sleep on the couch and then like made her way into the bed to like wake up Nate kind I, of thing. Well, I was thinking that they do talk about how he fell asleep while she was talking. Right. They were talking all night. So that's probably what happened. He fell asleep. He fell asleep. He was in his clothes. He was. And she was in her favorite Serena dress shirt. Yes. Dress shirt. <laughs> the dress sleep shirt. Yes. Um. So she thanks Nate for letting her stay. And he says, I'll, I'll always be there for you. But makes her sure that she knows only as a friend right and right and that's it so then she prompts her to ask have you heard from serena but he says he hasn't and thinks that she's taking this time to cool down since nate called the cops on her dad let's not forget let's not forget about that chuck enters the room and teasing the two of them about potentially sleeping together but then makes a joke he knew they didn't because nate passed out at two o'clock and jenny rented new moon on pay-per-view yes twilight (laughs) reference twilight reference jenny she heads to go get dressed and chuck approaches nate and says look you're on thin ice with serena you don't really want another scandal to really break break your relationship which, you know, Chuck is the, the expert at relationships, right? Oh, of course. He yeah. knows everything about relationships. He's going to go fix his own later on. We know the whole the whole shebang. He's going to go to the Empire State Building and, you know. 701. He, 701 and Blair is going, all, all is going to be well. So right after that, Nate leaves and Jenny leaves. Georgina comes to the Empire in her disguise. And apparently the Russians are after her. I'm so confused by this. Should I be confused by this? Yeah, I mean, or am I that, missing that's something? What, I don't. You're not missing anything because all she says is the Russians are after her. She's scared, but then later on we know she's got other things happening. So either that's not true, or it is true, and she. I don't know why she went to Chuck, but then she tries to seek out Blair. Like I don't really understand. Yeah, yet do I. I don't understand her. What's path. happening with that? Yeah. 
it will all make sense, I'm sure, next season. But yeah. I haven't gotten to it yet. Right. Um, but Chuck kicks her out of the hotel. He's like, eh, nonsense. I don't I don't want to help you in in anything, and so please leave. Eleanor and Cyrus are in town. They're awaiting Dorota's delivery. And she's like about to pop any second. She's so big. It's so cute. And she could barely even hold up a tray or serve anyone. Her belly is getting in the way. And the family's having breakfast together. And they're discussing with Blair what are her plans for the day. And she mentions she has a date with Cameron. And she assures everyone, and including herself, it's not going to be anywhere near the Empire State Building. So then Blair tells Dorota that she needs to chaperone her date with Cameron just to make sure she doesn't go near the Empire State Building. She doesn't trust herself. She doesn't. I mean, obviously, can you blame her? She goes anyway. At least you're self-aware for knowing yeah. you can't be trusted with yourself. Yeah, she she can't give up that Chuck. And so during that scene, Dorota, she's kind of like, well, Blair, just know if you don't go, you're you're risking losing Chuck forever. Are you okay with that? And she's kind of saying, like, you should go. Which kind of ticked me off because mm-hmm. it's like Blair should succumb to the temptation of Chuck. But also I understand why she's saying that because she wants Blair to be happy and right. just ch- she loves Chuck. Um, but, you know, I don't want them to be together. At I this know point, we selfishly. both don't agree with it. Right. So we don't agree with it. So it kind of pissed me off, but I can never be mad at Dorota. So after Jenny leaves the Empire, she heads to the Brooklyn loft to find none other than Serena and Dan. Sag. Sleeping in the same bed, just as she was with Nate. A sad sleepover. <laughs> a sad sleepover. <laughs> I love this. A sad sleepover. So since she's on the outs with pretty much everyone, especially Serena, she decides to take a picture and she sends it directly to Gossip Girl and then leaves. So right after that, Dan is awoken by a call from Nate, which he, of course, ignores. I don't know if he's calling Serena's phone or his phone, but he ignores it. And then Serena wakes up and they discuss their mistake last night. <laughs> right. So Nate, um, Padge is fully clothed. Fully clothed. Serena, however, is like in a t-shirt and underwear. She's in, she's in Rufus's t-shirt, Rufus's actually. Rufus's band t-shirt and underwear. And they're she's putting her clothes on. And, and she's like, in a blanket, but he's not in the blanket. And they're on top of the covers. So to me, it looks like nothing really nothing happened. Nothing happened. Like they were just sleeping. Yeah. But... She's getting her clothes on and they're just they're going crazy like we can't tell anybody. Right. It got late. What they were drinking. They talked all night. He was there for her and then they kissed. A meaningless kiss. By accident. By accident. If they fell into each other's faces. Right. But Serena initially was like it's no big deal. Let's forget about it and not even tell anyone. You predicted this was going to happen that oh. Padge and Serena were going to kiss. Right. And he agrees of, we don't have to tell anybody. I'm with Vanessa. You're with Nate. We don't need to hurt anyone. What I do love you think Nate. about I this? love Vanessa. No, you need to tell. Well, if you, it's going to eat them up alive, first of all. True. So what if, let's say this happened with an old <laughs> friend of yours. You had one kiss. And you both agree never to tell anyone because it truly meant nothing to you. Like, I don't think, this doesn't mean nothing to no, these No, it doesn't mean nothing to them. And the thing is, it usually means something to one party. Yes. Maybe not both parties, but at least one party. Yes. So to make that, it means nothing. We don't tell our partner. That's rough. right. It's not like it's it's I'm kind of comparing it to the Jenny Chuck situation where they are both lonely. I'm putting that in air quotes. And so them kissing each other truly to them means nothing, nothing. but just numbness and forgetting just their to lives. Do something. These two, however, 
right. not the case, especially because they're exes. Bad that it's an ex. If it was a friend, maybe passable. If this was like Nate and I was going to say Nate and Serena because they're friends, but they're dating. Nate and Blair. Oh, Nate, wait, they yeah, were friends. They were friends and then they were dating. So it, it's hard to compare on this show since everyone does everyone. What but, about if Blair and Padge kissed? Yeah, but they're not friends. Yeah, but that's even probably better. There's no romantic connection right. or even a friendship. So if they kiss, like we cannot tell anybody. Right. Because maybe Serena would get mad. Right. It's like, why rock the boat? Yes, I see where you're coming from. It's a tricky situation. It is tricky. In this situation, however, I feel two exes. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. No, no, no. Yeah. And not good. so all of the kiddos, they get the Gossip Girl blast at the same time. Nate sees it. Chuck sees it. Serena sees it. Blair sees it. And so Serena, after she gets the blast, she calls Blair to vent to her, complaining that obviously it was Jenny who took the picture. She's out to get me. And obviously she she's out to get her brother, too. And so Blair states that she shouldn't be reuniting with old flames, being that she's with Nate. Right. You know, you shouldn't be messing with that. And Serena's like, oh, it was nothing happened. She's telling her nothing happened. Um, and when they hang up, that's Blair sees the Empire State Building. And she's like, eh, it's a detour, whatever. So Dan gets the call from Serena, who states she's going to talk to Nate and they both keep agreeing that this blast still doesn't change anything, right? Our plan is still, we're, we're going to say nothing happened. But you can tell in like Dan's eye, he's like, mm, maybe I want to say something. Right. Or maybe I feel maybe something there, differently. Maybe there's a feeling there. Yeah. So hmm, that continues with this look, this Padge look. So when they hang up, Rufus even says to Dan, oh, I saw Serena wearing my t-shirt on the, the Gossip Girl blast. <laughs> Also wonders if Dan has seen Jenny and if she was at the loft and the two agree that she's just out of control and something has to give. So Serena heads to the Empire to talk to Nate, but she finds Chuck first, who tells her she should really think long and hard before bringing this up to Nate because you, know, you have to be sure. And then Nate arrives at that moment and she immediately claims nothing happened. Nothing happened. And he's like, are you sure nothing happened? And they haven't really spoken since he called the cops on her dad. And she's like, oh, we both made mistakes. Well, no, not really. Right. Not really. Nate Nate called the cops on your dad because what he did was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, forget that. Um, Serena keeps saying, oh, she wants everything to go back to the way things were. I love you. And swears again, mm -hmm. nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. She is so frustrating. What a mess. Oh, my goodness. Like, she takes him for granted yet again. And oh, he's yeah. like, okay. Doormat. It's fine. It's yeah. Doormat. Um, but, he, you know, finally, finally he understands in this episode. So Blair gets her claws out because you don't mess with Blair Waldorf's best friend. And she heads to Brooklyn to give Jenny a piece of her mind. And she makes this really, really nasty speech about how everyone loves everyone, but no one loves Jenny. And she should just leave the city. And when she's, you know, done berating Jenny, Dan actually is coming to the loft to see her. And she sees Dan downstairs. And Blair and Dan kind of briefly talk for a second. And Dan says to Blair, oh, nothing happened. And Blair's like, oh, I know. You guys are the, the worst liars ever. 
Um, but then Dan says, well, what about signs? Can't there be a sign that maybe something was supposed to happen? And so this stirs up Blair's brain saying, oh, signs. Yeah, I keep seeing these signs for the Empire State Building. Right. That means I must go and see Chuck. Yeah. So she pretty much like says goodbye to Cameron. You don't even see her leave him and tells Dorota, let's make this deadline. I'm ready. I was so mad about this. <laughs> I was like, no, Blair, don't go. I know. Me too. But I get it. As they're discussing this, however, Dorota's water breaks. So she's like holding on to Dan and Blair's there and her water breaks. And so they have to go to the hospital. Rufus arrives at the loft after Blair leaves to talk to Jenny, telling her that he and Allison have decided that she should live in Hudson with her mother. Ooh, the mother. The mother, Allison, who we haven't seen since season one. And we'll never see again. And we'll never see again, but we do reference her. And Jenny's begging, please don't. But Rufus says this decision is final. It's harsh, but he doesn't know what else to do at this point. Right. Over at the hospital, Dorota is in labor. And but tells Blair, go meet Mr. Chuck. I'll be fine. Vanya's there, Eleanor and Cyrus. And they'll help her get through the labor. And then all of our characters arrive. This even is though what I don't understand. It's like Serena arrives. Not really sure why. Dan, obviously, we know is there because he was there when Dorota, you know, her water broke. Maybe Dan texted her, hey, come to the hospital so we can talk. It why doesn't really make any sense. That? Yeah. So she shows up and then eventually Eric shows up and, and Lily and Rufus and then Georgina because Georgina followed um, Cyrus and Eleanor because she was looking for Blair. But again, Blair's like, I got to go and ignores Georgina. Right. So we're still like, wait, what does she what want? What is happening? What does she want yeah. from these people? Yeah. So um, as we said, Serena arrives at the hospital. She runs into Dan. They both discuss how guilty they feel, which they should. Mm-hmm. And as they discuss their betrayal, Nate overhears. And Ooh. he already knows. He's like, you don't even need to explain. I already know what happened. And apparently he's asking them all these questions, but we don't see it, but asking them if they still have feelings for each other. He looks like such a fool at this point, Nate. I feel so he badly really for does. him. He does. He yeah. really does. Betrayed by your girlfriend and your friend. Best friend, maybe, at this point, being that him and Chuck don't really have that great relationship anymore. And then he threatens to tell Vanessa that they kissed. Um, and at that point, Vanya comes out yelling, the baby is coming, so distracts everything. So do you agree with Nate texting Vanessa? We had some we had some questions about that. Yeah, I think I probably would have done I it. I would have done the same thing. She can't get Gossip Girl Blast. She's in Haiti. Yeah, she needs to know. And perhaps it's not his place to tell. However. Yeah, he's so hurt at this point. Being fired up and so just done. Misery loves company. Yeah. Oh, so, definitely. Yeah, I... Part of me wants to say I wouldn't do it and catch me on a day. And I was saying this to Liz off mic. I've had a week where I've just went off on some She's people. Been clapping back. I've been clapping back. So if it was that kind of week, then yeah, I probably oh, would. Definitely. And I don't even find it to be very petty. I just find it to be someone who is so incredibly hurt and has been lied to over and over and right. over again. And right. like, he does care about Vanessa. He, they were in a relationship at one point and they were friends. I think they were probably my favorite couple. Me too. I, at this at point. This point. <laughs> and that's I pathetic. I know. Sad, right? Yeah. And so maybe he feels like he's doing her a disservice if he doesn't tell her and she shouldn't wait three months to find this out. Right. So yeah, I think 
A part of me is saying I wouldn't do it, but there's a part of me that would probably do it. Right. Um, but Dorota, she's giving birth and she gives birth to a beautiful baby girl, Anastasia. So, so cute. cute. This is the so light sweet. of the episode, the right? heart. And Eleanor and Cyrus are just like felting head over the moon all over her and Eleanor is looking at her like I've never looked at a baby in my entire life like this I love this baby I'm never leaving her ever and again and also can you guys be the grand, the godparents oh, I had like a tear in my eye I also did too I just really want sweet. to love babies everyone around me I just want to be your we aunt Michelle love, we just want to love babies that's it I just want to love babies your babies not yeah, my not, babies not your own babies but everyone else's babies I want to love exactly later on you know who else loves babies is Dan because he's watching all of them in the nursery, which is super creepy. This is weird. And then he says, ironically, yeah, I love babies. I'm all about babies, which, okay, foreshadowing maybe a little bit. And mm, Serena comes over and the two of them decide to take a walk with, then we see Georgina lurking in the background. She doesn't want them to see her. But then she goes over to the nursery and makes a point to say out loud that a certain baby will do things to make the other babies hate them. <laughs> Okay, very vague. Also very vague. projecting. Yes, also projecting her right. on the babies, but maybe her baby projecting that on the other babies. Yeah, it's, it's a whole big mess. So as Duran, Duran, Dan and Serena talk about how they feel awful, Dan says he's planning on telling Vanessa. She doesn't get Gossip Girl, but he can text her about what happened. But before he can even do that, she gets the text. She sends the text back to him saying she knows because now we know Nate has told him, told her. Um, and he's it's funny because Badge is like, well, I just can't lie to Vanessa. And I'm like, funny because Serena can lie to Nate over and oh, over and yeah. over again. Right. <laughs> is this the scene where they're like, was there something there? Sort of. Yeah. They're they're both well, like sitting there? down. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, nothing. Unless there was. Unless there was. Unless you say there was. No, there's not. And so they're like, yeah, Nate, Nate was crazy for asking this us if there was feelings. This is just Serena's flavor of the moment. Right. It's not even flavor of the week or flavor of the day. It's literally flavor of the moment. Of the day, yes. <laughs> She's exhausting. She really is. She really is. Um, so they both agree that it's really hard to date your best friend. Oh, is it? It's so hard. No idea. Because you know each other too well. So well that it just you can't make it work romantically. And as we know, Vanessa texts him to say she knows about what happened. It's fucked up. It is. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, all while this is happening, we must talk about the Empire State Building. Blair, she gets to the top, and there isn't a truck in sight. He's nowhere to be found. She asks the guy at security, and she finds a bouquet of peonies, her favorite flower thrown in the so trash. was it like 701 and 30 oh, no. seconds i wish we knew what time it was and I how know. late it was because the sun was setting was right so still... and if this is like may it could be getting dark maybe 7 30 i know i mean this episode premiered in may i don't think it was may but they did actually in my trivia it is may why are they in trench coats i don't know they were in coats all last week too it's supposed to be it was supposed to be april last week or whatever so yeah. Okay. Um, pretty right. cold in New York sure. at this yeah, moment. Yeah, but not in May or wearing no, like, that not green May. coat poncho thing that right, yeah. she was wearing. But yeah, I wish we just knew what time she actually got there. Right. Like if it was super late, that would make sense. But if it was a few minutes. Do you think she, like you get out there like this motherfucker really meant 701? Like right. fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> right. Like, fuck you. Just the fact that there was a time is even a He's fuck you, you know? such a 
Ooh. I know. We have so many words. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. It's starting. You're shitting in the street. You're shitting in the street. <laughs> uh, so as Blair's at the Empire, we pan over. I'm sorry. As Blair's at the Empire State Building, we pan over to the Empire where Jenny shows up looking for Nate. And really at this point, he's literally all she knows. She can't literally talk. She can't talk to anyone else. He's the only one that's been helping her. And so she heads there thinking Nate will be there. I guess not knowing Dorota's having her baby. And... She's like, oh, I'm looking for Nate. And of course, Chuck is there sulking, drinking. Nate, uh, Nate Blair doesn't love me. I'm empty and lost without her. So Jenny's like, I'm just going to go. And he's like, no, you can stay if you want. But if you stay, you got to play by my rules. And so he gives her a drink. And the two of them are talking about how empty their lives are and how lonely it is to really have this rich lavish life living in new york city the life that jenny always wanted and chuck says well you need to know that this life is not all it's cracked up to be and you're pretty much alone in it and so the two lonely sacks they decide they're gonna kiss which i wanted to put the table with this yeah um i remember watching this for the first time and just almost as bad as the threesome (laughs) i was like no even them having sex wasn't as bad. I know that sounds crazy, but well, just we the didn't fact, see it. No, we didn't. Thank the Lord. We did not see that. I wouldn't be been able to get it out of my brain. Um, but the two of them, they have this kiss and it, it is awkward because they're like, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. And they kiss. But then to make matters worse, they go into Chuck's room and Jenny's like sitting on the bed and she's like, yeah, I guess, I guess we're doing this. She doesn't want to go home. She doesn't want to be alone tonight. I'm like, can't you guys like watch a movie? Why do you have to do this? Okay. <laughs> do you think it would have been better if they're making out on the couch and it gets hot and steamy, then they move into the bedroom? This is not what happened. It seems as <laughs> it was if like very like they shared a kiss. Right. Let's go into the bedroom. He's on the bed in his fucking robe. Right. It was very like thought out. Yeah. Like not robotic. like a heat of the moment. No. Yes. A heat of the moment. If it was a heat, and it was, if it, it was a heat of the moment, it wouldn't be as bad. This was very like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, it like was, it just, just, yeah, not even like premeditated because she didn't go there with that no. intention. But it's almost like this is what we're doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna kiss and then look at each other. Like, and matter say, of factly, like why yes. did they go to the bedroom? Because they were like. I just yeah. I mean, we didn't really see if they had a conversation because clearly, I mean, the audience knows, and I'm sure Chuck knows that she's a virgin, right? So they they could have done like anything else. They didn't have to do the deed itself, you know. They didn't. They could have just made out. They could have had like out. a heat of the moment, whatever. Get caught. Up. I don't know how you get caught up with Chuck. Like he <laughs> truly disgusts me. I don't find him attractive. And I'm just talking about his character. I'm just talking about Chuck Bass, not the actor. It's just, this character is disgusting. So disgusting. But if you got caught up in the heat moment, you move to the bedroom. But instead, he lays and he's like, you, if you want to leave, leave now. Right. Or like I'm the do way it by he myself. said it. <laughs> and she, is this when she turns off the candle? Yeah, she's like, no, I just don't want to be alone. And she blows out the candle. She blows out the candle. Yeah. So they do the deed and when they're done, she's kind of like laying on the bed and he's like, are you okay? You can crash here if you want. And she's like, okay. And she seems to just be like in another world at this sure, point. She's numb. Yeah, she's numb. 
And then they hear the elevator. And so Jenny like perks right up. She's like, Chuck, what is this? And Blair is there with her peonies. And Chuck is so happy to see her. Like, oh my God, you came and you didn't want to lose me. And she's like, yes. And they make up and it's just a sham. It's so awful. And while they're making up, Jenny is still in Chuck's bedroom hiding. And he is fucking lucky that the loose cannon Jenny did not come out and say, spite Blair, and I'm going to blow this whole thing out I of really the water. really wanted that to happen. Me too. But however it happened was way better. True. And Jenny, she strips the sheets. Oh, this was so awful. This it's broke my heart. Yeah. And also earlier when Blair gave her choice words of nobody loves you. Right. Like so-and-so loves this person. So-and-so loves me. I love xyz nobody loves you jenny nobody loves you and you don't deserve love and you don't deserve which is shitty which is fucked up so jenny's just all kinds of hurt numb can't believe she did this strips the sheets and goes and now her dad's sending her sayonara you can leave the the city and even she's thinking you know my stepbrother hates me everyone hates me and now she's in the lowest point in her entire life. And she also hurt her brother when she wasn't even thinking about it. Right. She put that blast on there just to get back at Serena because she's hurt. And, you know, she put her, her brother's and personal Vanessa. stuff out she there. And Vanessa. She was close to Vanessa. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So Jenny leaves after she sees something in this bag, a surprise. <laughs> what did you think it was? Did you see it even, like, recognize that Jenny, like, looked in this little bag? No. Oh, okay. didn't even catch yeah, th- that. There's, like, one tiny second where she sees this bag and she looks in it and her eyes light up, like, oh, shit. Is that the ring? Yeah. Oh. So she ends up leaving and not making a big fuss, and she takes the sheets, and when Chuck goes in there to see if she's in there still, she is left. Yeah, because Chuck's like, oh, do you want some music? Yeah, go to the bar. I'll get, get some my music. my iPod. <laughs> Let me just make sure my my side piece is gone. So later on, we pan back to the hospital where Eric heads to the chapel. And during the chat, I was like, how did he know Jenny was in the chapel? Well, maybe he went to the chapel to pray. To pray. Or maybe. I don't know. Just to get away or something and finds Jenny in there. And she is sobbing. She looks like an absolute train wreck. Like she just got hit with a ton of bricks and she, there's, you know, no light in sight for her and she tells him to go just leave me alone and he stays to hear her out and she admits everyone hates me and i pretty much just made the biggest mistake of my life alludes to the fact that she slept with chuck and eric's like oh shit why did you do that i thought you had you know at least it wasn't your first time and she goes no it was my first time i didn't sleep with damien i just wanted you all to believe i did and eric's like shit this is bad so he finds dan and he says, you need to go talk to your sister. And Dan can see, like, the panic in Eric's eyes. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm going. <sighs> so while that's going on, Serena, she breaks up with Nate. Or she says they need to take a break. Which I applauded Nate for saying you're, in, you're either all in or you're all out. There is no breaks here. Because honestly, and this is, you know... I know there are some instances where people take breaks and they get back together and then they live happily ever after. But the majority of the time, I feel like a break should be a breakup and you kind of just know it eventually. Um, So I'm glad that Nate didn't really like prolong it. He's like, no, if it's a break, it's a breakup. And I don't want to have it like iffy where you eventually will come back. I'm not going to wait for you. Yeah, because she said, I need this for me. 
I need time to myself. And he says, wait a minute. (laughs) I forgive you. I forgive you. For kissing another guy and you're breaking up with me. He's like, the audacity This is not how this works. And he's like, oh, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, you know what, Serena? It It is you. you. Thank you, Nate. I loved this so much. Um, And... She, you know, she says, I have to work on myself and she kisses him on the cheek and she leaves. But like, I'm glad she's going to try and find herself. But I wish five seconds. Right. I wish Nate could have helped her, but she didn't really let him in. So sometimes you got to find yourself by yourself. By yourself. Absolutely. Have someone else in there. Exactly. So Chuck and Blair arrive at the hospital together. And as they're talking and Chuck is spewing his love and he's about to propose to Blair his face is lighting up and all of a sudden we just see this fist come from the other side and he punches Chuck in the face Dan is pissed I loved it he is pissed and Jenny's like oh shit and she's crying and Blair's like what the fuck is wrong with you and he orders Chuck tell Blair what happened tell Blair and Blair doesn't even need to hear it no, she already she knows. figured it out she knows she knows and she quickly runs over to Jenny. It was like, you better leave Manhattan. And if you don't, or if you come back, I'm going to make your life a living hell. Blair. <laughs> and then Dan's like, yo, Blair, you need to focus your energy on Chuck. Yeah. This is not Jenny. This has fault. nothing to do this with Jenny. This has nothing to do with Jenny. <laughs> She's just pissed off and taking it out on the wrong Yeah, person. and also, like, she hates Jenny. She's always hated. She's Jenny. always hated Jenny. So she's just, hated it makes Jenny. It worse. But then she's had this respect for Jenny of like, I know you can rule. They. She makes no sense with. I don't understand her hatred for Jenny. I truly, I truly don't. I think one of my favorite scenes was in season one with the sleepover, and she's trying to haze Jenny, and Jenny's yeah. like, "Fuck this!" And then Blair respected her for it. Yes. And we're, and Blair has always known like she could rule. I know. And from that moment on, it almost looked like her and Blair would like be a, like just a change, a que- yeah, like a confidant type of thing. But they hate each other <laughs> um Blair also gets mad because Jenny meddled in Serena's relationship don't mess with her best friend whatever but this is Jenny like her arch nemesis and she is just so incredibly hurt by Chuck and by Jenny but now she's trying to focus all of her energy on Chuck everyone leaves disperses and Chuck apologizes but like truly this <laughs> this is unforgivable <laughs> at this point yeah, I mean, it's hard to take it seriously. Yeah, it's because, hard, it is. You know, in one way, you could be like, okay, you gave Blair this ridiculous ultimatum. 701, ridiculous. the dramatics of the dramatics come out. He gets super depressed because she didn't show up. Didn't even, like, it's like give all it or nothing. a fucking night. Yeah. But in his mind, it's like, well, she didn't want it, so I'm free to do whatever I want. We were on a break. We were on a break. <laughs> Yes, and like it could have been anyone else, right. and I think Blair would have not that it would hurt any less, but I think she would have just focused. Maybe probably would have focused her anger more on Chuck. Does it make it right? No, but again, they weren't together. Sort of. It's just it's just the fact that it was Jenny. Well, and yeah, she because she looks at Jenny as like the scum of the earth, and like that's the level you stoop to. Yes. Like, that's where you go? Right. Like Also, you're like pseudo brother and sister in this right, weird family which dynamic. Right, weird. Like, it, that's, why it's, that's why it's even more cringe. But you know what? The two of them weren't feeling anything and wanted to do something to feel something while not feeling the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it happened. And now 
this is the end of Chuck and Blair. She can never forgive him. Denver sure. wants to speak to him ever again. Uh, and she leaves. One week later, love these finales. They always do the one week later. The Humphreys and the Vanderwoodsons, minus Serena, take Jenny to Grand Central so she can ca- catch a train to go live with her mom in Hudson. They all hug her goodbye. Even Jenny has accepted the fact that this is probably the right step for her. She needs a fresh start, needs to get out of the city. Eric wishes that she wouldn't go. This was sad. But he promises Jenny that they'll always be there for each other. At the Waldorfs, Blair is packing to spend her summer over in Paris, potentially with Harold and Roman. And Serena is excited to have her fresh start, juice cleanse and face masks and all that. And then Blair's like, what are you going to do? And Serena's like, I'm so excited to have this summer. I so needed it. <laughs> and Blair's like, Serena, this entire year has been summer. You have not had a job. You haven't gone to school. What are you talking about? Yeah. I love this so much. So Everyone in the chat. I. It was so funny. Uh, but since she tells Serena, why don't you come to Paris with me? Look, we both have never been single at the same time. This is going to be so much fun. We can shop. We can eat. We can hook up with guys. And we're going to have a blast. So the two of them are super excited. Dan eventually calls Nate to apologize and the two of them make up and even Nate apologizes to Dan, which he didn't have to do that because it's nothing. It's not no. Nate's fault at all. No. And also like bros before hoes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Nate reveals that he and Serena broke up. So Padge's light li- like face just like lights up. He's just already on the prowl. Yeah, but he was about to <sighs> draft an email. Yeah. So then Dan says he hasn't heard from Vanessa figuring assuming that she is very upset with him and he's going to write an email to explain everything to her and explain everything to himself what had happened and so when him and Nate uh, hang up he goes to write this email but immediately calls Serena finds out Serena's going to Paris with Blair and he's like oh okay I guess she's not going to be here for the summer so I have to get over the fact that you know maybe something could have happened but then when he hangs up he goes to book a flight to Paris (laughs) <laughs> he's like just gonna surprise her there i guess oh my goodness yeah, Padge, let it breathe for one it's been one seriously. week seriously one week um nate also actually mentions to dan before they hang up that Ch- chuck went to prague and he left him his little black book so nate's gonna take advantage mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. all the numbers in there so <laughs> as dan is forming this email Georgina just walks in to the loft, took her wig off. She's not in disguise anymore. And she's like, hey, Dan. He's like, oh, Georgina, interesting that you're here. And she's like, yeah, I have something for you. She takes off her coat and this huge belly pops out. And she's like, he looks just like you and I don't shows him this. believe this for a second. <laughs> okay. I truly do not believe this. You were surprised to see it, though. Oh, sure. I didn't expect it. It was great. It was so great. But I remember rewatching this episode, forgetting that that, like, this was in the finale. And I was like, hell yes. <laughs> I was yeah. so happy. I yeah. thought it was, a, it was such a good it's reveal. so good. Yeah. Okay. So our last scene is Chuck in Prague. He's very wasted, walking around the town, exiting some bar. He's stumbling around and then gets mugged by these two men. He tries to tell him, look, I have money. I have money. I have lots of money. I'm Chuck Bass. But they don't want his money. They just want whatever's in his pocket and takes 
his very precious little box. And when he tries to go and fight them for it, they shoot him. One of the guys shoots him. And they reveal that in the tiny box was a very big engagement ring. Right. And they run off and they leave Chuck to bleed out in the middle of the street. Right, 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 right. And that's where we close it. Yeah, it's a great finale. It was such a good finale. Really entertaining. Lots of twists and reveals. Just, it was fun. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We have a ton to get through. So I'm super excited. You guys might want to get a little snack. It's going to be a long one. Welcome back from break. Hope you enjoyed. As I said, we have a lot to get through. Going to start out with some trivia. The episode title is based off the movie Last Tango in Paris. This is the first season finale not to feature Vanessa, as I said in the earlier part. Jenny's move to Hudson had to do with Taylor Momsen's desire to scale back from appearing on the show to focus on her music career. Hmm. Dan's email address is revealed to be dan.humphrey at daily9mail.com. The bandits in Prague spoke Hungarian, not Czechoslovakian, apparently. Uh, Jess also sent me that goof. The episode mainly takes place on May 10th, 2010, and then the one week later time jump, May 17th, 2010. I don't know where they saw the date in this episode. Somewhere, apparently. Um, The episode had mixed reviews, mixed to positive, actually, from the critics and was and was viewed by a live audience of one point ninety six million viewers. Michael Ostello from Entertainment Weekly had praised all of Leighton Meester and Taylor Momsen's performances in this episode, saying Leighton Meester was never better. LJ Gibbs from TV Fanatic gave the episode a 3.5 rating out of 5, said that he felt Chuck being shot at the end of the episode was a very cheap move by the writers. Mm. And that the storyline involving Chuck and Jenny having sex was very unlikely. He praised Dorota's storyline by saying watching her become a mom was really sweet, even if all the characters showing up there was a big stretch. Yeah, so they thank agreed. you. <laughs> Uh, Mark O. Estates from TV Overmind had also praised Taylor Momsen's performance in the episode and said that he wished Jenny had gotten her own spinoff show. Apparently, in the series, as we know, Ava said there is a whole spinoff of Jenny books. I is forget Jenny what they're called. Gone? She's not gone. She's just more limited of her sh- appearances. Okay. But she's not gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping the tea over here. Mm-hmm. They thought maybe they had a Katherine Heigl situation on their hands with Taylor Momsen, but I don't think that was Ooh. the case. Yeah. She said that she loved Blair's smackdown on Jenny and on also compared many scenes with the pilot episode. Jacob from t- Television Without Pity had praised the episode that had run those stories into into each other at top speed. Television Without Pity also included the episode in the list of Season finales of 2010, the best and worst, and declared it one of the best. Mm, okay. Throwing Chuck being mugged and left for dead in Amsterdam, Amsterdam's red light district and Nate whoring it up were totally willing to take some roofies and forget them. 
mess most of the season has been. <laughs> uh, the critics always make me laugh. Yeah. Jess sent me one goof. Jenny blew out the candle before she slept with Chuck. And then when Blair was there, she burned it, put it out again. Yeah. I don't know if they relit it. Made, relit the same candle, maybe? Made bang or something. I don't know. <laughs> like set the mood. Uh-huh. Music in the episode, You Really Got a Hold on Me by Tao. D- Dead Man's Party by Lights On. Don't Think Twice, It's All Right by Eastern Conference Championships. Teenage Lust by Oliver North Boy Choir. The Funeral by Serena Ryder and the Beauties Under Pressure by Crooked Fingers. Before we head into our questions and comments, I have a little treat for you. A treat? A treat that I created myself. I wanted to give everyone, but mostly us, a refresher on the season. So we can kind of see the, the character development or maybe lack thereof of some characters. So we start the season with Chuck and Blair together. As we know, they're playing the games in their relationship. Feels like forever ago at this point. Nate starts dating his family's rival's daughter, Bree Buckley. Bree. Remember Bree? Of course. Serena went on an adventure around the world to find her father with Carter and the two begin a romance. Carter Basin. All of our kids go off to their prospective colleges. Dan and Vanessa are doing quite well at NYU, but Blair does not fit in. No surprise. Georgina becomes Blair's roommate Mm. and has her eyes set on Dan. The Mm. two briefly date, but she becomes too much for Dan, and Georgina seeks revenge by searching for Dan's new half-brother, Scott. Oh my god, Scott! Oh yeah, Scott pretends to be a student at NYU and dates Vanessa and then leaves town asking Vanessa not to tell a secret. (laughs) That was a fun one. It was fun. It's also revealed that Bree's intentions are not so good when she and her family go after Carter, which ultimately ruins her relationship between her and Nate and then Serena and Carter's relationship. Jenny tries to keep her new reputation as Queen Bee, given by Bee herself, and in the process hurts her relationship with her stepbrother. Lily arrives home after being away to take care of her ill mother, while Rufus focuses all of his energy on all of their kids, including his soon-to-be children. Famous movie star Olivia Burke starts her college career at NYU and is assigned to be Vanessa's roommate. What are the chances? (laughs) Dan starts a romantic relationship with said actress, said actress and serena gets a job being a publicist for olivia's firm that felt like a hot second Mm -hmm. wow lily and rufus decide to move up their wedding which causes a very hurt georgina to invite their not so dead son to their wedding but the three reunite and then scott is never to be seen or heard from again (laughs) boy bye they do they do mention they do reference him it was just as far as the show goes that's that's the end man what a man we had some words about him so many words we meet Gabriella, Vanessa's mom, who certainly has different views than her daughter. She comes into town to see Vanessa make the freshman toast, all while Olivia Burke was the first choice, and Vanessa has to do some manipulating and hurts everyone in the process. Jack's Hotel, The Empire, opens up on Halloween night, but all goes to shit when Blair calls Jack Bass in for a favor. Dan watches Olivia's sex scenes with a co-star and feels a bit inadequate. Olivia tells a not-so-embarrassing story about Dan on Jimmy Fallon, and then the actress gets a deal for a new movie, which could t- a new movie which could take her out of NYU for good. In order to celebrate Olivia's last night, she, Dan, and Vanessa decide to have a threesome. <laughs> later on, Vanessa and Dan, later on, Vanessa and Olivia seem to battle it out for Dan, and Olivia leaves school, breaks up with Dan, claiming he's into Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa and Dan later realize they should date and jump into a relationship where neither figure out how to communicate. Vanessa leaves for an internship to Haiti and then Dan kisses Serena so you can predict what happens to Vag. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nate's cousin Tripp comes back into town to run for Congress. Vanessa catches a scandal during the election, which causes Tripp to actually win the election anyway. Tripp and Serena start a very intense affair, which leads to him leaving his wife, but then not because his wife has dirt on Serena's family, and then blackmail them all into cooperating. Tripp ends up crashing his car with Serena in the vehicle and leaves while she's unconscious <laughs> in the vehicle. My goodness gracious. <laughs> Flees the scene. During all of this, Jenny seems to be pretty invincible as Queen Bee. So Eric, Blair, and Kira try to sabotage her at Cotillion. Chuck introduces Jenny to Damien, an ambassador's son, and the two start dealing drugs together. They even start dating, and he breaks it off with her when she decides she isn't ready to lose her V-card to him. Asshole. Agnes makes a return and is still gung-ho on destroying Jenny for what happened in their past. Chuck meets a very mysterious woman at his father's grave. She ends up being his biological mother. (laughs) Just ridiculous. And then betrays him when she gives the Empire Hotel to her lover, Jack Bass. Oh, yeah, and then in order to get that hotel back, Chuck makes a deal with Jack to trade sex with Blair for his hotel. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Chuck finally breaks up after. Chair finally breaks up after Blair is done playing games in their relationship. Chuck fails at apologizing and tells Blair he's going to stop loving her, but then gives her an ultimatum. When Blair arrives late to Chuck's supposed marriage proposal ultimatum, he sleeps with Jenny. Chair, as we know, it will never be the same. Dorota and Vanya are cuter than ever. They become pregnant, and then the two get married and have a beautiful baby girl, Anastasia. Serena decides now Nate is the guy for her after he stays with her after her car accident, and the two start a relationship. This fails, however, because Serena realizes she needs to actually stop lying and mature. During their relationship, Jenny crushes on Nate because he's the only person who tries to help her. She tries to kiss him multiple times, and this causes a wrench in their relationship as stepsisters. William Vanderbilt, William Vander Woodson makes his appearance and reveals that Lily was sick with cancer and hid it from everyone. William cured her cancer, but then fell in love with her again, <laughs> forcing him to patch things up with his children, but ultimately sabotaging Rufus and Lily's relationship, pretending that Lily relapsed. Mm. When William, when William, there I go again using their ship name, William flees New York in order to avoid getting arrested. Blair leaves the city to head to Paris with Serena, the two girls newly single together. Blair will be joining Nate at Columbia next year. Georgina returns to the Upper East Side pregnant and admits to Dan that he's the father. And that's my summary. That's beautiful summary, Liz. <laughs> I just kept laughing as I was typing the whole thing. I was like, I'm so, so funny. <laughs> it's just some ridiculous storylines. It's so ridiculous. The most ridiculous part that I laughed about was writing everything that happened with Chair because that's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. When you read it on paper, I'm sure you're like, my goodness, guys. My goodness. Not good. No. Serena is a pain in the ass and Chair just can't get their shit together. Toxic, toxic, toxic. Okay, so questions and comments going to start on Instagram. Del underscore Vasto, Mike. Mike. Says... The threesome episode, the series finale, and this episode are the ones he is most excited for Michelle to see. Oh, okay. So we've seen two out of three. Oh, man. (laughs) The kids group needs to find some new friends, being that they're all hooking up with each other. Yeah. They remind me of the play kids from high school. (laughs) We always fucked each other in that group. (laughs) Come on, guys. They keep it in the fam. Yeah. Is this Jenny Chuck situation comparable to Ross and the photocopier girl? I believe her name was Chloe. No. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, both are shitty, but this is way worse because Blair hates Jenny so much and Rachel didn't really know about Chloe. Like, they know of her, but they weren't really right. friendly or anything like that. To the New Moon reference, Mike thinks we should do a Patreon bonus commentary of all the Twilight movies. I don't think I ever want to watch them again, Mike. I'm into it. I'll do it by myself. <laughs> I just did that. I should have recorded my thoughts. I know. I could do it with my sister. That would be pretty fucking funny. Yeah, you could. They're just awful. Awful, but love to You hate should them. do them with Randy. Yeah. Would Randy speak out loud about it? He would just probably go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This right. is ridiculous. What When's am I watching over? this shit for? New Moon's great. I do. I New Moon New is great. my favorite one, actually. New Moon and Eclipse, I really enjoy. Yeah. The other two. I enjoy Breaking Dawn Part 2 because of that whole twist at the end. That's the only reason the, why I like that, that one. That scene's great. The first half of that movie is just like Boring this drawn out marriage yeah. pregnancy. And you're like, yes. I'm good. Yeah. There you go. There's our summary. There's our summary. <laughs> Uh, Mike said Jenny is clearly a huge Sag fan and wants to break up Serenade to force Sag back together. She applauds her motives here. <laughs> sure, that's a good way to spin that. Whatever you say, Mike. Okay. Questions: uh, Is that the end of Little Jay? When will we see her again? No, I think we'll see her season four, episode three. Oh, okay. Very specific. Is Georgina really pregnant with Padge's kid? No. No. Dead set. No. Okay. We have a timeline. What you just wrote. Dan and Georgina slept together like in the beginning of the school year. So let's like, say September, October. It could be seven, eight months from now. So the time could It could be it. But like why did you, I just don't understand Georgina coming back? Like, the Russians. I'm in trouble with the Russians. I know, it's all then confusing. She, like if it's really Dan's, why didn't you just go to Dan first? Right, so it makes you think that maybe it's not Dan's, and that's like her only way of kind of getting help. And that's and like I know she was in a jacket and in disguise, but that stomach was very pregnant, huge. I, I don't know. I feel like it's a fake belly. Mm, I feel okay. like it's fake pictures too. We shall see. I hope it is. I mean, either way, I always enjoy Georgina, so Me I'm too. here for it. Yes. What sorts of things will Blair and Serena do in Paris? Oh, you know, shop, drink champagne, eat baguettes. Oh, my God. Everything Emily and Paris did. Right. <laughs> Hook up with guys. Thank you, Mike. Teresa at Teresa0890 says a bold statement, but she thinks this might be her favorite finale of the series. Mm. Serena bothered her so much in this episode. The love triangle and the way she treated Nate was an eye roll. Dan and Serena getting mad at Jenny for sending the picture irritated Teresa to no end. Yes, they shouldn't have done it. Yes, Jenny shouldn't have done it. But Serena ran away to be with her ex-best friend and sleepover. It's not okay. True. Teresa loved Dorota in this episode, loved Eleanor and Cyrus becoming godparents. As far as Jenny, Blair, and Chuck go, the first time Teresa watched this, she was disgusted with Chuck and Jenny. Now being over 30, it wasn't as cringy as she thought. Yeah. Two lonely people wanting to escape. The worst part was that Chuck tried to assault her in the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. No one can, we can never forget this. No. And not that we shouldn't. Not that we should. No, 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 no. You know. Right. Blair, however, got under Teresa's skin. The way she treated Jenny in the beginning. Why stick up for Serenade? No one cares about them. It's her best friend. The way Blair said it, it was kind of like, you can't mess with Serena and Nate. They're like 
destiny or something. I forget what she said, but it was just too far-fetched. I'm like, no, And she's also saying you're messing with people I love. I love. I love them, and you love them. So why are you doing this? And no one loves you. And no one loves you. She did like the fact that Dan punches Chuck, but the fact that it was consensual. This time around, Teresa actually felt bad for Jenny. Georgina is back, and she's excited to watch the progress. Same. Thank you, Teresa. Thanks, Teresa. At Grace.Borgia asks, do you think Chuck will die? No, I don't. (laughs) Where do you see that going? Um, I see that someone, or he'll wake up in a hospital bed, and they found him because of his license, you know, his ID. I think people won't be able to get in touch with him for a while. I think somehow he's going to end up calling Nate or end up calling Blair. Hmm. And then because they're in Paris, somehow they'll just make a trip there. Mm, okay. To, you know, oh my God, you almost died. To Prague. Right. And I'm sure they'll, I mean, I know we're going to get single girls. I just don't feel like we're going to keep them separate for that long. As much as I want it, though. Yeah. Um, is this the end of Serenade? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like. I could totally see do with this them again <laughs> ending, and then like resurfacing. Like, oh, we shouldn't have, but we had another kiss because mm. let's just like, recycle storylines with Serena. But I'm gonna say yes. This is the end. Like the real end, and the other one will just be like an oops. Okay. Um, what storylines are you excited for in season four, or what would you like to see happen in season four, Georgina? Uh, I understand that Jenny is not going to be with us that much, but I do enjoy Jenny. I know unpopular opinion. (laughs) And hopefully a little bit of Blair and Serena being single and on their own. And let's see the benefits of that cleanse detox yoga, Serena. Please, Serena. Thank you, Grace. Thank you. At Blair's underscore scheme. Are you surprised that Chuck slept with Jenny? No, just disgusted by mm. it. Uh, whoever runs this account also mentioned how, while it might be icky, this scene, a lot of people accuse this scene of not being non-consensual, really? I guess, in the past. Um, but she's, they state that, yes, it was consensual, and they were both emotionally compromised. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So thank you for bringing up that point. Um, we got a few messages on Patreon. One from last week's patron of the week, Alicia. I love Alicia. <laughs> Alicia. <laughs> Which, thank you to all who actually liked her name and they, they reached out to me to say that. Yeah. Thanks so much. <laughs> she says, as ridiculous as the show is, she absolutely loves it. She started watching when it came out in 2007. And as a teen, they were obs- she was obsessed with the drama and f- has fully rewatched it only twice. In the past, this season has been on the bottom of her list, but in this rewatch, the college years spent a more interesting tone for her. Back when it aired, Sag was her couple. Mm-hmm. Enjoys them now, but mostly for nostalgia. Pate is the favorite duo, however. Yes. Yeah. Not a fan of Chair and has always despised Chuck. As a fellow Brit, she had a Tyra moment screaming to Chuck, we were all rooting for you, which uh. made me laugh out loud. Great reference. Uh, Hated how there weren't any repercussions to him trying to assault two women in the pilot. Totally. Yeah. Whilst Blair is a far cry from a moral person, she at least recognizes they are messed up and tries to abate fails so far to seek out a healthy relationship. 
whereas Chuck just leans into it and tries to drag her back in through manipulation, effectively putting her down so she believes, A, she owes him another chance, B, she is so morally compromised that he is only the choice, or C, that happiness is something to be compromised for the games they call a relationship. On this watch, her favorite character is now Lily. She is awful, but so unapologetic about it. Of the teens, none of them are exactly likable, but Nate and maybe Padge. And so far, Nate doesn't have enough of his his own storyline to warrant that status. Therefore, it's a toss-up between Jenny, who does shitty things, but they're understandable, and Blair because she is funny and despite her ridiculousness, still finds herself rooting for her. Mm -hmm. Same. Mm -hmm. Season three finale, probably one of Alicia's faves solely for Chuck getting punched and Georgina with her reveal. Also, Blair banishing Jenny like she owns all of Manhattan is an eye roll and in no way trying to be realistic. Yeah. She had a bunch of questions that we answered, but one that hasn't been yet is Serena says she needs to be alone and figure things out. Odds on her making headway on that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, joke jokes. I know. So definitely not. No. Okay. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. We also had a message from Jalonce Jillian. Jillian girl. She said, would you rather... Have sex for the first time with your pushy drug dealer boyfriend or your former assailant, Chuck. Neither. Ooh, <laughs> super harsh. It hurts. Okay. Um, I guess Damien. Damien. What I so Damien or Chuck probably At least she thought she like loved him. She knows she doesn't love Chuck. Probably just a little bit more romantic with Damien. Definitely. Yeah. Da- Damien, unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately. Jillian says, can you explain the mental gymnastics Blair did to be upset with Jenny? I genuinely don't understand why Jenny supposedly did such a bad thing to her and it was worth kicking her out of New York. Is she going to kick out everyone who slept with Chuck? Isn't most of it? Isn't that most of Manhattan? <laughs> I think because she's just too close for comfort. Yeah, there's just there's just a history between them. And I think also it's like I gave you a chance. You you wanted to be in this world and you're just pathetic. And there's just some people that you not that I do, but just kick them, keep kicking them when they're down mm-hmm. and you have this power over them because mm-hmm. they're younger than you or you would take advantage of them or it's just one of those people I think for her. Yeah. Which is it's awful. It is awful. Shitty. Yeah. Uh Jillian says, Who's the better brother? Eric or Dan? <laughs> That's uh, hard. <laughs> I don't think we should choose a better no. brother. I mean, I don't like how Dan hasn't really defended his sister this season, but until now he did, which was good. But Eric has truly been there for her this this yeah. whole time, regardless of how shitty she's treated him. So they're right. both good brothers. Though. They are both good brothers. Um, at Muse Chick, a.k.a. Vic, is at a loss for words. Hmm. So much has happened. Vic was not expecting Georgina to come back pregnant. She doesn't believe it to to have been Padges, and she was trying to do the math. Yeah, me too, Well, Vic. as I said, you know, it could have been, like, let's say August, September, October. October max, right? Because then Georgina, I think, leaves, and we're supposed to Georgina, be in April-ish. doesn't Georgina come back? She came like the whole, back. like, she's a Christian now? No, that was uh, before. That was end of season two. Oh my god! She was born again. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's oh, hard to make. Right. Yeah, wait, so wait, Georgina wait, wait. ends up, and that's know. when they become dormies. Her and yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then when 
Dan hurts her, yes. she decides to get back at him by following Scott to Boston. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Sorry yeah, about that. So Lapsed in the beginning judgment. of their freshman year, they do hook up. Right. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it could line up. It could. Um, she's happy for Nate and his freedom, but doesn't want him to end up in like another Chuck. The fact that Jenny was a virgin may, made hooking up with Chuck so much worse. Eric was so sad to see her go, and she found the way that Blair had to find out about the Jenny and Chuck situation was really sad. Her question, she had a bunch, but one that we didn't touch upon. Suppose there is a time jump in season four. Will we see Jenny and Vanessa? Yes, but just not so much, as you said. Thank you, Vic. Thanks, Vic. At Simpson 13 a.k.a. Rihanna, says, holy guac. (laughs) <laughs> so many questions with so little time, which unfortunately we've answered all of Rihanna's questions. Oh, but, but thanks, thank Rihanna. you so much for sending them, Rihanna. <laughs> we appreciate it. Everyone wanted to know the same things. And Mrs. Bocus just says, Yay, Georgina is back, but why would she immediately go see Chuck? Why sh- would she think he would help her? Thank you. And what's with the Russians? We don't know. Why is that the first issue? That's why I'm like, this is a fake belly, mm. it's a fake stomach. Jess was laughing when Blair made her speech about how every bone in her body told her not to go to the Empire State Building. Jess kept saying to herself, who talks like that? (laughs) (laughs) Same. Uh, Dan says it begins and ends with Chuck. Jess disagrees. It was completely consensual. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But look at Chuck, Blair, not Jenny. Right. Question. Do you think Blair did the right thing by going to the Empire State Building? No. 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 I wanted so much for her. Me too. But if this is what it really took for her to get over Chuck. But I don't think it was. Because you can't predict that the guy you love is going to get shot in the heart. No, of course not. Literally bleeding from the heart. Literally. So dramatic. So dramatic. Thank you, Jess. Over to the emails we received. Lisa, she was super bummed about Chair, actually. She feels they are endgame like you, Michelle. I mean, I do too. Chuck could have been redeemed eventually, but really not now. He was. We were on the up and up. We were. But let's just take a shit all over his character. Yeah, until the whole hotel thing and that really just had Blair have a change of heart. I wonder if Chuck continued with the changes, right? Like continued being the good one. If by the end of this series, we're like, wow, Chuck just became boring yeah. and I wish they added something to him, right? I don't know. I think we would have been like, okay, he was shitty and he definitely overcame and all these other people are shitty. So it's okay for him to be the stable one. Yeah, I think we would be okay with it. I think so too. Yeah, I don't think we would this think it was just, boring. Just dig dig the hole deeper. Yeah, definitely. Because like Nate's storylines are boring, but we appreciate him, pre- yes. appreciate him the most right now. Right. The look on... Chuck's face when Blair finally does show, however. He was so happy to see her, yet he knows he hurt her so deeply. Let's get over Vag. Lisa finds the Sag kiss <laughs> disgusting because now they share a half-brother. <laughs> Guess you can't see them as a couple anymore. Oh, a break for Serenade, just like Ross and Rachel. Who's going to hook up first? Lisa predicts it to be Nate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do you think Jenny would have said anything about what happened if she had hadn't seen the ring in Chuck's room. Not saying that what happened was okay, but Lisa feels like this was her payback for what Blair did to her earlier in the episode. She could have walked out right in front of Blair, but this was her way of getting back at Blair without being attacked by her again, pushing Blair's anger to Chuck. If that was her plan, it was pretty genius. 
I don't think that was her plan, Same. actually. I, I think, think she just wanted to get the hell out of there. And I think she was very emotionally hurt of just, I can't believe I did this to myself. Right. And like, also, I don't, I just, ha- this just happened to me and I don't want Blair to like belittle me again. Exactly. Especially now after she slept with him. Right. Uh, Eric's face when he's talking to Jenny is so sad and sincere. Lisa really loves their friendship. P.S. They might have gone a little overboard with Jenny's makeup as she cried. It was a bit distracting. I thought, I, yeah, I can yeah. agree, but I it did it looked very realistic. She's very good in that scene. Love Blair calling Serena out for doing nothing all year and pretending like it was finally summer break. Love Nate and Padge's bro talk at the end. OTP right there. Bromances are way better than actual romances. I'm looking at you, Seth and Ryan. Yes. <laughs> oh, Georgina, can't wait to see what this is all about. There is no way she's actually pregnant with Padge's baby, though. Dorota and Vanya naming their baby Anastasia. Still waiting for it to come out that Dorota is royalty. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. Tish, this episode was jam-packed, a jam-packed 42 minutes. Three out of three again this week, but for different reasons than last. Tish was happy to see the bitch Georgina back in town. She had a major thirst for Dan's chest hair in this episode. <laughs> Our sad boys must be so happy that there were so many moments between the two. Serena and Nate are her preferred ship for both, but my God, Serena is really upsetting. Mm-hmm. She has gone from Carter to Trip and then to Nate in such a short span. She should have taken that time for herself and grow, although Padge seems to have other plans for that. She kept yelling no when Chuck and Jenny got together. Yeah, same. Yeah. The punch legit made Tish jump, and she was also shocked by Georgina's reveal. However, she was sus in the episode, so maybe not so shocked. Um, Chuck gets shot. The funeral by Band of Horses playing while Jenny has her breakdown almost made Tish cry. The music was really on point in this episode, especially with all the covers. She also added some deleted scenes. There is one where Nate actually leaves a message for Dan after the scene where we see Padge and Serena in the bed together and he gets a call from Nate, which he ignores. Nate leaves him a message saying that things are messed up between Serena and me right now and there's no better person I'd want to talk to than you because you know her so well. Wow. There's also another one where Padge texts Serena saying we should tell Nate the truth and Nate sees the text while Serena is grabbing them coffee and then when Serena walks into the room, picks up her phone, says it's her mom. Hmm. Typical. Yeah. Questions to add to Grace's question before. How long after the events of what happened do you see season four picking up? So I guess, do you see it immediately going or months in? Like three or four. Three or four months? No, no, no. Like three or four episodes that we get. Like you're talking like when we come back from this and Chuck is shot and they're in in Paris. They, I guess they want to know where do you see, see season four picking up? Do you think it's going to pick oh, up immediately? Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Sorry if I didn't clarify. Yeah, no, no. I, you probably did and I heard wrong. I I think it could be right like the next we, day or hours later. Maybe like a couple of days later. Thank you, Tish. Thank you. Angelina, the header of her email was, how did you stop watching after season three? <laughs> I told you, girl, I stopped watching after the threesome. And then I was like, well, I guess I might as well finish it. And then at that point, I was like, so like just over over it. it. Yeah. That I was like, I don't need to really continue. And then Shanna, as I said, has filled me in on pretty much every big thing that has happened. And then being with this podcast, I pretty much know everything in between, which is cool because I want to see them play out in the way that um, they actually do. 
She says the fact that a very pregnant Dorota knowing all the tea is amazing. The Empire State Building and the peonies in the trash can will always, always be synonymous with not chair. So true. The forums, everyone's like, oh my God, the Empire State Building scene, the peonies in the trash, like that's the end of chair. That's just like the begin. The, the chair would be peonies, them being together on the Empire State Building. But of course, the way it is set up, it's like, oh, that's the end of chair mm-hmm. for the time, I suppose. Mm-hmm. As I feel. <laughs> Dorota gives terrible advice, however, but maybe one of the reasons we were ever team chair in the first place. How could we, how could human cupcake Dorota be wrong? She's a hopeless romantic and she will always see the best in Blair. Dorota even lets Blair drag her around, very pregnant. Side note, Vanya and Dorota name the baby Anastasia, which tracks them being lost Romanovs. Also, Eleanor and Cyrus as the godparents are so cute. Chuck and Blair are unemotionally, Chuck and Blair are emotionally unintelligent freshmen in college, and instead of using a phone to call, Chuck sleeps with her mortal enemy, a minor. It's true. She's not 17. Oh, shit. Forgot about that. Oh, that's awkward. Oh. Um, they are not under any circumstances ready to be engaged. The Harry Winston reference was a great foreshadow. It was a line from Blair's birthday when he gave her that necklace. At least we have continuity. Mm. They really wanted us to think Jenny would sleep with Nate again. Nice red herring. Sag was disappointing. But again, like she said last week, Serena self-sabotages. Padge certainly has lingering feelings. Badge is still so entirely fake. They did deserve this unceremonious ending via text off screen. <laughs> yes in a way right jenny did take the photo but serena is lying again she needs to be alone and nate continues to deserve better it is also not great that serena gets a hundred percent of the blame and nate immediately forgives padge it takes two to tango and his motives were not pure after watching this so many times angelina never realized dan was going to go to paris whoa really (laughs) i guess she didn't realize that he clicked on the on the website air france air france Jenny's implosion self-inflicted, but it was really still sad. Blair made a point about her never being one of them. This is an interesting theme for the show. It's telling that Jenny, the one who isn't a knickerbocker old money, has to deal with consequences. Georgina. This has to be one of Angelina's favorite Georgina plots ever. Her Russian monologue monologue is laugh out loud funny. It is so it is, seems so inconsequential until it isn't. That's how they end the season. Georgina pregnant in Padge's doorway and Chuck shot. <laughs> how did you survive after months watching this? They really seem to make a point of our core five on the precipice of a change. Serena is focusing on herself. Blair is finding out who she is on her own. Padge is going to be a dad and we get to see the wild Nate. Chuck could be dead or severely injured. It will be fun times to come back to the Upper East Side. Season, excited for season four opener. Thank you, Angelina. Thank you. Will, 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 Will. 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 I'm excited to read Will's email this yeah, week. Yeah, me too. He says, what a season finale. The opening shot of Jenny and Nate's stuff. You can smell the desperation from here. Frankly, all season, Jenny, although not a total wreck, yet like I remembered, she was just really desperate this season. Wow. Dan has a baby. Frankly, with all the sleeping around he did, bound to field a winning swimming team at some point. Oh. <laughs> For the finale, he sent character arcs as vitamins and minerals. Amazing. Buckle up, he says. Uh, the mineral man. The mineral man. So I was like, well, no one knows what that is in the chat until, in, uh, you know, except for me until next week. That's fantastic. 
The main characters. Yeah. Serena. Vitamin A. Skin and bone formation. Great cheekbones. Shed her skin and fought her dad. (laughs) Nate. Zinc. Wound healing powers. Nate has been the season's fixer slash shoulder. Yeah. Dan. Vitamin D. Enough said. Love college Dan, or should I say college zaddy? (laughs) Dying. (laughs) Jenny. Cowline, lipid fat transporter. Everywhere she went, she brought her bullshit with her. Blair, riboflavin, growth and development. She had her stutters and will always be queen bee of drama, but I saw growth. Chuck, niacin, cholesterol production. Cholesterol can be a good or bad thing in different contexts, just like Chuck. Mm. Vanessa, sodium, salty with Olivia Danwilla, etc. <laughs> Lily, thiamine, nervous system function. She made me nervous all season with her bullshit with Rufus. Come on, girl, act like an adult. Rufus, vitamin B6, protein, carb, fat metabolism. Rufus had to digest a ton of bullshit this season from Lily, Jenny, Holland, etc. (laughs) Eric, vitamin C, antioxidant, perhaps the only non-toxic person in the family besides Rufus. Gossip girl, vitamin B12. Red blood cell formation. Okay, ladies, now let's get in formation, a.k.a. the puppet master. Reoccurring cast. William. Magnesium. Energy production. He brought some much-needed life, however terrible he was, to the the final part of this season. Brie. Salt. Salty as fuck always. Who cares if you're Brie Buckley? (laughs) Scott. Folic acid. Prevention of birth defects. He escaped the defects of a twisted family on the Upper East Side. (laughs) Carter, vitamin K, blood clotting. He helped grease the daddy works. (laughs) Georgina, diamond, technically a mineral, the hardest inside, cold as ice. Also, is Dan going to wife her up with some diamonds in season four? Vanya and Dorota, biotin. Energy storage. She was storing a baby for almost the whole season. Olivia. Phosphorus. Hormone activation. Enough said. More needed. Maureen. Pantothetic. Acid. Conversion of food into energy. Every scene she was in took the plot and made something beautiful. Jonathan. Copper. Collagen formation. Underrated. Clearest skin on the show. (laughs) Trip. Calcium. Muscle contraction, the weakest man in the season, spineless and petty and not enough for Marine. Damien, chromium, insulin function, insulin needles, drugs. Damien giving Jenny drugs. Jenny deals drugs. Piece of shit. Eleanor and Cyrus, iron, wound healing, wound healing. They made any situation better. Cece, molibidone, (laughs) Cece. Molybdenum. Enzyme production. She has one job. Cover for Lily. <laughs> Elizabeth. Iodine. Reproduction. She birthed the mother chucker. Jack. Vitamin E. Found in nuts. Jack is a sociopath. <laughs> Holland, finally. Chloride. Acid base. She is an acidic person. <laughs> he says, this is my audition tape for the next guest spot. Wow. <laughs> this is so creative. Out of he says he works so hard on this. I mean, I believe it. Well, 
out of all of our shows, we have done ice cream flavors, nail polish, breeds of dogs. Never minerals and vitamins. Never minerals and and vitamins. It's pretty fucking amazing. awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Quill. Quill. That was our questions and comments. Thank you, guys. You guys delivered this week. We were so happy to hear from you for the finale episode. I'm sure you guys were so excited to send because this is the end of season three. All right, so we're going to go over to our segments, fashion headbands. I had one. I don't I remember none. whose it was at this point. Maybe Dorota's? Yeah, maybe. I love Lily's gold flower necklace. I liked Eric's bomber jacket. Me too. Nate's green t-shirt. Yes, I liked um, Serena had red heels on. Yes, very cute. Blair's green poncho coat thing. Jess yeah. also liked that. I also liked Lily's coat when she's saying goodbye to Me too. Jenny. Lisa hated Jenny's hair as it was down within like the braid yeah. in it. Not yeah. a good luck. No. Um, I liked Serena's necklace. It's like this black floral mm-hmm. piece. Yes. Um, Jess also liked that. And she liked Dan's leather hooded coat. Yeah. Um, and Blair's red pencil skirt. Yes. Very cute. Quotes? Yeah. Teenage girls are a nightmare. Jenny, hey, you're still here. New moon on the pay-per-view bill. <laughs> I defriend Mr. Chuck on Facebook and in life. That one is the best. The Russians don't mess around. Was that my Lincoln Hawk t-shirt Serena was wearing? Someone has to give you the smackdown you deserve. Damn you, Chuck Bass. Damn you to hell. Congratulations, Daddy. He looks just like you. If you want to leave, now is the time. First of all, S, you didn't go to school this year, and you haven't had a real job in months, so life is kind of like summer for you. Isn't that a little 08? <laughs> yes. I had that one, too. Uh, two Smackdowns for the price of none. Just like spotted a family reunion only Faulkner would approve of. Yeah. All right. MVP and shittiest? Yes. We had all over the place with yeah. all of... All of MVPs and shit. So, MVP, I think I'm solid on my answer. I have two. You do? I do. Okay, great. Yeah. Ready? And I have a blue ribbon. Oh, awesome. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one, Pete. Oh, Pete. That's a good choice. I just liked badge punching. Chuck? Chuck. Well, I really, it's 75% Nate, 25% punch from Patch because right. I don't agree what Patch is doing with about Vanessa. No, but he at least felt more guilty and was trying to be at least more honest even though he failed kind it of? all. Yeah. But also he his motives were less pure. Yeah. You know? So it's hard. But I did enjoy him too in this episode. No, just for that punch. Why did you choose Nate? I chose Nate as I continually choose Nate. He, I love just his speech to Serena. Look, you're in or you're, or you're out. I'm not dealing with this anymore. You're the problem. You need to do yourself and figure it out he apologized to date uh dan even though he didn't need to they worked on their relationship and like yeah like he's gonna go through a rough patch now but i don't blame him for that no i don't i pretty much said the same thing my blue ribbon was to dorota oh yeah congrats on that little baby and also just giving blair the pep talk we didn't agree with it but she's like yeah you go be with love right right um, Jess, Tish, and Rihanna also picked Dorota because it's Dorota. And Rihanna did give a blue ribbon to Padge. Like me, Vic picked Nate. Teresa picked Jenny. She finally owned up to her crap. 
Alicia picked Dan or Pad, just so we know. Finally there for Jenny and punched Nate. I'm sorry, and punched Chuck, and the blue ribbon for her was Nate. Lisa picked Blair for following her heart. And Will picked Serena. Ended her bad relationship with Nate. Finally goes to Parage. Parage. Hmm. Paris. He says, I'm Team Sag. We have three gentlemen. Team Sag on this pod. What is the Sag Bros, Will, Sean, and Mike? So funny. Is this it must be Blake Lively. It has to be it her. It has to be. Because <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. I want to tell everyone I tallied up our most picked MVP of the season. Okay. No surprise, you and I both had five votes for Nate. Okay. He was our MVP of the season. Tish added that her most picked MVP was Blair. Mm. And Will added that his favorite this whole season was College Dan. With a blue ribbon to Blair's family. The, oh, okay. The Waldorfs. Yes. Shittiest. Yeah. I'm pretty set on this one. Yeah, me pretty too. Pretty set. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, Chuck. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think we need to explain No. It. Alicia, Lisa, Tish, Jess, Will, Rihanna all picked Chuck. Teresa picked Blair and Serena together. And Vic picked Serena and Chuck. Mm-hmm. Tish added her most shittiest this season as serena will added his shittiest of the season as vanessa she's just a snooze and blue ribbon goes to chuck and jenny for him okay yeah yeah chuck chuck with no description yeah it's I not mean, necessary you guys know how i feel about chuck <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right time for our last patron of the week of 2020 oh my goodness <laughs> it's patron of the it's week patron of the week. it's This week, I wanted to honor our girl, Mallory. Mal. She's been all over our Patreon lately with participating in the past few Topic Tuesdays and um, commenting on our OC and Gossip Girl posts. And your passion for the network has been awesome. And we really want to thank you for continuing your IT3 journey with us. I've titled her Mad About Mal, which Aww, I loved I that love name that. in the past. So Mad About Mal. Thank you, Mal. Thank you, Mal. Okay, Michelle. Going to give you the title for next week and my three gossip words. Well, it's not next week. It's next episode. I'm going to give you the title for next episode, which will premiere in 2021. In February. We're taking some time off. February, guys. February 4th. You can mark your calendar. Calendars. 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 Yeah. We will be live February 4th. That means Thursday prior, January 29th. Yeah, you'll know. We'll be recording our um, our first episode wow. of the season. You know what? For the newbies that are with me, it's kind of fun to wait. Yeah. Because like, it's, it's real time. Almost like real time, even though it's, what, two months? Well, three months almost. Some shows, they don't they come back in about three that's months. That's true. So. It's, it's like, like a, a break. It's a midwinter break. And it's that's really what Three is. Gossip Girls is doing. A midwinter break. Yeah. Okay. The title for the season four opener is Bells du Jour. Bells du Jour. Bells du Jour. Okay. Three gossip words are three gossip words. Prince. Missing. Sharp. Sharp? Sharp, like something is pointy. Okay, cool. Okay, so 
The girls are in Paris. They hook up with a prince. Chuck is missing. People are flipping out. Nate contacts Blair. Hey, have you heard from Chuck? Seen Chuck? We can't find him. And Blair's like, I can't be bothered with this. It's not my problem anymore. Sharp, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> um, Sharp is a really, really, really subtle yet, I hope, clever for those I'm who sure, know well, the show. I'm sure your words are amazing. Um, we'll is it get. like G Sharp? Like, oh, oh, play that song instrument. in G Sharp whatever. G Sharp whatever. <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's that's where I'm going. I think there's going to be hooking up with a prince. I think. Who's going to be hooking up with a prince? Blair. Blair. Okay. Probably Serena, actually. You know, Serena shows steps and shit, that one. Yeah. So maybe Serena, but Blair is having fun, too. Chuck is missing. This is going to get wrapped up in Blair's life. She's going to be like, I don't want to focus on this. What do you mean he's missing? Or maybe we have a time jump a little bit, which actually I wanted to give an after dark. And we don't have to pause or anything. But these are the thoughts I was getting. So if you've seen the OC... Turn, pause right now. Turn off. Oh, no. If you haven't seen the OC, don't listen to what I'm about to say. <laughs> that was, I got this thought of like, holy shit. What if they kill Chuck like they killed Marissa? It's season three. Let's kill a major character. <laughs> yeah. And people ship chair just like people shipped Ryan, Ryan and, and Marissa. Marissa. Absolutely. It doesn't mean they were endgame. You are absolutely right. But I'm. But you see where I'm All I can say, yes. I these think that's the, a great these thought. These were the thoughts I was getting. It's a great thought. I mean, hey, it is a Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage right. show. Okay, so welcome back. If <laughs> welcome back if you, you to see that. If you didn't want to hear the, the OC spoiler. Right. So, yeah, that's... I either have that prediction that I just gave or this one, how Chuck is missing. And he's somewhere. Maybe we will see him. Or maybe we actually don't see him when we open up. It's just this mystery of where is he? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's heard from him. Yeah. Uh, the meaning of Belle's du jour is morning glory. Not that that really gives you anything, but if in case you were wondering. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who do you predict to be Gossip Girl? You know, I've been on this page train. You for really a while, have. But then we had Jenny take that picture. We did. So when you send a blast, Right. When you send a picture. When you send something to Gossip Girl. She writes the caption. They They write the captions. Yes. So just because Jenny sent the picture, she didn't actually fabricate the the blurb underneath that. You know, like the the message. I'm trying to remember what the message said. It was like, oh my God, these two. You know what? It's Padge. I'm keeping with Padge. Because he wants to be with Serena, and this is kind of a way to, to break be up like, Serenity. You know what? And Vanessa, Vanessa mm-hmm. I can hide behind the screen. No one knows. Mm. I know Gossip Girl really doesn't matter in the show, but I truly can't wait to find out. It's like a secret that everybody knows, and I don't. Yeah. That's and the world I live in. It's so true. I know. And it's become such. Um, a phenomenon in the pop, in culture. Our pop culture, just in pop culture, just just knowing, you know, so and so is Gossip Girl, and I was talking to Michelle. I, I binged watched Emily in Paris last night just because Randy wasn't home, and I was like, yeah, why not? And the it's just a funny scene. I I laughed out loud when they 
talked about Gossip Girl because I was like, wow, this is so ridiculous. And kind of you can see how Emily in Paris is a little bit inspired by Gossip Girl in yeah. ways. So just like the nod to it. I'm like, everyone, You'll everyone just, knows. You will have to listen to Fat Mascara's episode yeah. and then tell me if I can listen Absolutely. to it. I will. I will. Okay, good. So you predict Padge. You actually, no surprise, picked Padge the most this season with six votes with Jenny coming in hot with five right behind him. Brother, sister, team. Yes. And Lisa believes it to be Padge again. And Tish states that out of all of her tallies, she picked Jenny the most this mm. season. Okay. The, I sense. think those two make the most yeah. outside worlds. Right, you know? right. The Humphreys from Brooklyn. They don't fit in. It's just, it started when they were in high school and Jenny was so young. True. So it would be hard to believe if they were like, oh, it is Jenny. How did she do that when she was two years younger? No. Yeah, she's two years. So... 12 right would she even you know what i mean what would she care right so yeah well that is all for season three 22 weeks completed that's it can't believe it right yay thank you to all who have been here old and new listeners if you're just coming on to this episode welcome we hope to see you in season four if you want to reach out to us in between our little break, you can obviously do so at Three Gossip Girls Pod on all social media platforms, also at gmail.com if you want to send us a little email. We really appreciate those. We also really appreciate you giving us maybe a rating and review on iTunes. Helps the show out, becomes more visible for other Gossip Girl loving peeps out there to see our show. Maybe you share it with a Gossip Girl loving friend or maybe you have a friend that's never seen the show and wants to start it and you're like, hey, listen to that podcast with the show. We're here for you guys. And we will see you in 2021, season four. I cannot believe it. February 4th. Mark your calendars, peeps. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Gossip Girls.